You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, or welcome to Ooh. the A Weird Science Weekly Review Show, the Manga Weekly Review Show. It's going to take us a bit to get back <laughs> into things here. Uh, but this is going to be something we'll do every Wednesday from here on out, though this initial episode back, we're going to keep things light. Short we're going to keep things on the lighter side of there. We have a bunch of book bangers uh, as we go forward. We'll add more as long as we can keep it manageable. Oh. We don't need a three-hour podcast, oh, but we do end up wanting to have a bunch of books on it, especially stuff on the Jump Plus side that mm. we end up thinking. You know, there's not a lot of people paying attention on the review side of things. It does look like a lot of the things are popular. And if you don't know, Spy Family, Kaiju Number 8, stuff like that Ooh. is Jump Plus. So that is one of the things people do pay attention to that. But I don't see enough of the Dan to Dan's and the Ayakeshi Triangles around, which <laughs> had been bangers for us Boom. even when we were doing it before. A bunch of gems in those, I'll tell you. And we'll see by the end of this. We'll actually ease back into things whether or not we have our gem of the week. I'm sure that we'll be able to find somebody. Could there be possibilities of a gem of the week being a murderous girl? Uh Is there a possibility of Hmm. that, Luke? Because we have a bunch of books here. Before we get into it, though, go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash manga where you can support us for all the things we do, including bringing this thing back, this episode, (laughs) the show, very weekly, yes. And, uh, yeah, get early access to stuff as well. But all those things will be in the show notes, including links to our Reading Club podcast that we end up doing each week. But we'll get into this. We're going to start it off with what, Luke? Well, first off, to kick things off, we got Dan to Dances, Chapter 75. Ran into someone deadly. Oh, oh my goodness gracious! And you end up having Momo and Vimola, oh. the alien who dresses up in a kaiju type outfit <laughs> at points, uh, going and trying to take a shortcut because sus of all cut. the things going on. It is a sus cut, and you end up having Momo has to take it because of the idea that they were a little delayed because she was trying to get. The Vimola dressed up mm-hmm. right, kind of teaching her. At one point, it was fun as you get into this where Momo hates Vimola because Vimola kind of seems like Jealous. she wants to marry Okaron. And in that, there's a big jealousy deal, but it does seem like they have a connection. So they go down this crazy sus cut, and it looked like Vimola screwed up. She ended up walking in the middle of this road. You end up having some hexes and things being thrown out by Momo, but they run into the ugliest of <laughs> ugly, the slit mouth woman. Uh-oh. It's a giant, just demon type deal who ends up wanting to look sexy, but there's no possible way, right? No. Except what you end up doing and it's one of those like wingman things if you are out with somebody who is a little not so good looking then you look better and what happens is Vimola ends up going full out in the kaiju outfit looks like a little godzillas right and you end up having the slip mouth woman actually like this saying oh when you're with me i actually look 
pretty, pretty you know, beautiful. Cool. And that's pretty much the big thing with this monster just wants to look pretty. Mm. It's not pretty. <laughs> uh, that's just me. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Not pretty at all. And so you end up having an initial fight. And out of nowhere, we get the big sus panty body slam. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I needed this. And getting back to this. I actually was ready and prepared for Ayakeshi to be sus. Yeah, I you mean, weren't seriously. expecting it from dad to dad, though. Oh, but Especially an old lady that looks horrific. But yeah, Ready there's full out wrestling slam. Yikes. And in that, though, you end up having Momo starts yelling pomad or and you find out that if you say this a certain amount of times, almost like a Beetlejuice or a candy man <laughs> but this is to get rid of them it's funny it's the twist to get, get rid of if you say that a certain amount of times then the monster disappears Easy. and she keeps yelling it's funny because she keeps yelling at momo don't you say that you jerk no 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 keep, keep saying, saying it. it and momo kind of stops for no reasons at points just say it though at the point that the real problem is she has this magic mirror deal and she's always looking into it oh my god i'm so pretty well, she ends up getting the mola into the mirror verse and ends up where at that point, it does seem like Momo has to stop. If you get rid of the slip mouth woman, then you're going to have the mola in this verse. And the play is, what does Momo care? She even says, why would I care? I don't like her. Uh-oh. It's ridiculous. She cares. Oh, we, we see that Jen. she does end up caring. So. Momo goes to attack and in a way uses her powers. I like it too. You almost get a Gigi type, you know, face and <laughs> body expression when she grabs the mirror and points over to the mirror because she did grab the mirror and starts running and says, I'm going to go back to Granny and try to figure all this out. It, but th- she's not. She's not going to get the opportunity to because if this monster is in any part of a reflection of the mirror, it then can control the mirror. And then ends up putting Momo into the mirror verse. Now, all of this is very quick. Mm. It, it's funny. We come back to this in a chapter that really, you know, has Momo and Vimola, where we had even characters that were introduced since yeah. the last time me and you talked about it on the weekly show. Vimola's new, but there's a couple other characters that are pretty fun to ha- have in there. Mm. Gigi's able to control his evil eye at bits even and whatever. Okarun. And we have this. Yeah, 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 and Okarun, and you have this going, and I'm like, well, it's easy to go, and what I want now, if they are stuck in this mirrorverse, I wonder how long, but they might be able to get along even better in there, and through this, you want Vimola to be able to talk. Because they were getting some progress going, but I don't think it lasted very long. And you want her to be able to talk and figure out things, because in the background of all this, you even have what looks like a alien invasion that might have even been started by Gigi who decided (laughs) to get into the kaiju outfit. It's fun. And it's classic. Dandadan is actually more of a setup chapter. What would you give it? I thought it was actually pretty solid. I did like it. Yeah, we've had some bangers, but I like this because it's a Momo spotlight. She does have that heart of gold. We do see at the start she didn't care about Fabola, but then she risks it all to save her kaiju buddy. She's Stuck in the mirror with you, Jim. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go solid. Eight point five out of ten. I'm an eight out of ten, okay, so I'm a okay. little less than you. Art looks great, but 
We'll move on to the next book, Ooh. Kaiju number eight or Monster number oh. eight, as I'm reading it. I feel like we're on the road to bangers. Like the bangers is within sight with this one. We'll get into this. What is it? Well, we have Kaiju number eight or the Monster number eight. Number eight, chapter seventy. There is what looks like a big invasion. It looks like. The kaijus are all stepping it up Big time. to end up taking everybody down. So they're going to need the numbered weapons. All hands on deck. Yeah, it is. And the all hands on deck mean that, you know, some people might actually go down because it, it's not great when you become one of them numbered <laughs> kaiju. Uh, but we end up starting off in the Sumida Ward in Tokyo. And could this be called Bridezilla? This one? I think it might be because there is a wedding to be Aww. had here and it is for one of the guys who's like one of the cleanup he was crew. a cleanup crew guy yeah everything looks so nice everybody's waiting oh my god look at the bride uh-oh bridezilla showed up you have this <laughs> huge kai i mean huge kaiju so awfully <laughs> bad coincidence because they're in this one floor and i'm like why does this kaiju just want to go to that one floor? But it does rack kind of the whole building mm-hmm. there as things are just going off. And you do end up seeing that this is something all around. I mean, they're having a kaiju big attack. And, and you get some pretty cool, unique kaiju yeah. going on. Some pretty neat things in it. So Narumi shows up. Slices the dice. Pretty bad butt. Right? Slices this kaiju up. <laughs> Looks really cool, and I love just, he's a bad butt. Do end up seeing the guy there whose daughter was getting married mm. all in tears, like, oh, my God, Commander Narumi, thank you. Okay, let's get a roll call here, <laughs> and we do end up even seeing Mina. Gangs all back together. Cool to see them all lined up here, ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the art is always really good. But overall, it's a setup. Oh, now setup. I think that we're going to really kick some butt mm-hmm. because we're going to go after those kaiju you know, full out. So what would you give this? I thought it was solid. Yeah, big setup, but very cool setup. I mean, like all those crazy looking kaiju, it's almost like set up like these are the different boss battles that we're about to face. And you have all the crew lined up, ready to go. Uh, and I'm going to be very interested to see. Like, this is going to be pretty big time. I'm not sure if everybody's going to be you know, get out of this in one piece. I'm going to go with a very high score of 8 out of 10. I'm going to go 8 out of 10 okay, as well. Solid. Some of the chapters that you ended up having right before this were bangers. They, <laughs> they really were. And it's a shame that we come back here, which a good chapter, but chapters where they end up giving Kafka back his phone and he ends up seeing that the third division were worried about him oh. and didn't hate him. He was worried about that. That was really good. You Big just feels. had him. I think last chapter sitting down with Mina and having a discussion about how he was always there stepping it up and protecting her as a kid and things like that. That was awesome. So you do have a lot of the stuff that we had been wanting to have in the book for so long. Now we have a full out what it feels like a a combined effort and the war is on. I mean, it really is on. I think the last 10 chapters are probably better than anything before that because you actually feel like things are paying off. Things are elevating. Things mm-hmm. are getting a lot better. So I'm, I'm 8 out of 10 as well. Boop. But what is next? Well, now we take a trip down to Sustown with A. Akashi Triangle, Chapter 106, Heia's Task. Heia, Jim. I love Heia. And Jim. Again, when we're talking about this, we just said about Kaiju Number 8 that we think it's getting better and we're excited. Dan to Dan and I, Akashi. 
Those were always some oh, of our favorites. reliable. Still good. Still sus, still good. You start off with Soga. He's off fighting and trying to take down this electric Ayakeshi. Well, you end up at the end when he finally gets to it. It looks like a Pokemon 100%. Oh, yeah. It really does, right? So in the meantime, with that going on, that allows Matsuri to come and visit, wanting to see where Soga is. Hey, is Soga here? Oh, no, no, he's out trying to capture this Ayakeshi going on. Oh, what are you doing? And we see that Haya, who has a little bit of an attention span problem, Mm -hmm. I guess, and the idea of trying to calm down, you ended up having her brother Soga said, draw some things. Drawing will end up, you know, letting you focus. You can end up doing that. In the meantime, she's drawing Ponosuke Poe there. And she's not that excited about drawing Poe. And I'm telling you, in this chapter, gem uh, of a gem. I didn't know he had it in him. I'm telling you. He gets over the top in this. That is so funny what's going on because she ends up, Haya ends up saying, well, I'm kind of bored of Poe. He's kind of lame. Can I draw you? And I'm like, okay, now this isn't going to get that sus, right? No, I'm wrong. It got so sus right (laughs) away. I mean, the idea of, well, I would like to have you as a model for the sketch. So now you have to get nude. What? Nude? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Haya is so, I don't know, (laughs) diabolical? What is she doing here? Uh, She's always playing sus games. End up having Matsuri just completely nude at Mm. points, just going, you know, getting mad and standing up, all this stuff. Why do I have to be nude? And then all of a sudden you look over and pose like, hey, there, big boy. I mean, batting the eyes going, it's a sexy pose. Hey, Miss Haya, I can be your nude model. I'm like, oh, my God, he took off his clothes. Dedication. And she's not even like paying attention. He's so upset. So then you end up where Matsuri's like, "I, I don't like to be nude like this. I feel weird. So they end up putting on this outfit. Does look cute, right? Mm-hmm. So then you end up as Poe, like, oh man, I gotta get an outfit on myself. You feel so bad for Poe on the side throughout. I don't all know of- why we feel bad for a bird, but we do. He's just there desperately trying to get anybody's attention in that, but you end up where the drawing's going on. You end up having Haya says, oh my God, this is my best drawing. Now I'm an idiot. I swear when I first read it, when Matsuri picks up the tablet, mm. Even earlier when she was drawing Poe, because that's how it started. And I'm like, why did she draw Poe like a shark? Because there's like a decal. I didn't realize that it was a tablet. I thought it was just a piece of paper and they were showing us. Mm. And then when you get to the, I still to this point thought that. Why does she keep drawing everything? Oh, it's a tablet. And they're looking at it. You don't really get to see it. But yeah, you end up where poor Poe. And she's like, oh, my God, this is really great. Hey, and hey, it's like, oh, yeah. A good model makes a difference. You have a nice body, unlike that pigeon. Oh, Poe freaks out. I can't listen to such garbage in silence. Whoa. And then pretty much is like, I'm getting out of here. I'm taking your tablet. This is ridiculous. And Brand goes up tablet. to across the street on top of the roof. And then the, just the expression of looking starts getting upset. So sad. I'm going to tell you to crack the code. Oh, well. Soga out of the picture allows Poe to just be nuts because yep. he's not there trying to impress Master and trying to go that. Even then here, though, oh, man, I messed up. I'm supposed <laughs> to be helping Heo with the training. That's when you see that Ayakeshi, the lightning beast, where then I'm thinking Soga's like across town 
What's he doing? It's right here. But it comes through the wires. You end up seeing it. This electrical Ayakeshi that looks straight up Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So the idea, it's going to erase this picture. It (gasps) can erase data. That's all that's going on. That's all that Poe. That's the highest stakes there is. Those are the stakes. And hey, they're like, oh my God, then I won't have my thing. And you won't be able to see how great I did. I think that they might be able to tell Soga how good she did. You know <laughs> what I mean? But that data gets taken away. She's going to kill Poe and make him into a feather blanket. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. And then you end up Soga shows up and he ends up collaring this Ayakeshi, takes it down. You end up where Poe gets upset, says he's a bad familiar, but Poe is the glue of all this. And then, yeah, you end up where Soga shows. It kind of likes the Matsuri mm-hmm. as well. So it is pretty cool. And the lightning beast at the end is getting away as kind of a end to a wah, wah. funny little one-shot <laughs> chapter. Yeah, it's like a very sitcom-esque thing. I thought this was a banger. I mean, any. Akashi chapter that has Soga or here uh, and Poe, yeah. like the triple threat. Um, and really, Poe is stepping up big time here. Poe getting jealous. I, I didn't know he had it in him. No, I didn't either. Maybe he'll be the biggest gem of them all this week, Jim. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it he was a banger. And, and that, apart from like a couple of panels, not too sus. And it, really, uh, it was the pulpits that were the most sus. He was really, he was, he was getting yeah, sexy pole actually. He was going big time. So I wasn't expecting that. But uh, yeah, I thought this was a banger. I'm going to go <laughs> 8.8 out of 10. I'm going 9. I, I love this book. And again, what I love about the Ayakeshi Triangle is these side characters. Heya, mm. great. Rita, the brother of oh, Suzu, yes. is 100%. Gem. We had just recently gotten a bunch of him, every character is really getting, you know, spotlight. some evolution, some spotlight mm-hmm. and evolving up. So I really do like it. I really, really do like this book. But right now, we're going to go off Ooh. to a special segment. Ooh. A special segment. Speaking of gems, we're going to be going off to have old Luke Hollywood Ooh. go and talk about some of the big bangers. Boom. But we'll go off to that. And then me and you will be back with two other bangers after that to finish up the podcast. What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid. Back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. Back at it again on the weekly, very weekly review show. Oh my goodness. Wow. Don't call it a comeback because we never left. We simply changed up formats and we're doing other business. But apparently, word on the street is that people, people liked us talking the weekly books very weekly and ask and we shall deliver because that's just the type of dudes that me and jim is oh my goodness weird science manga podcast for the people by the people talking manga nonsense like that bad a big so you know how it is or maybe you don't if this is uh your first time listening oh uh welcome new listeners but uh you know how it is how we do me and jim talk about what's new the new books that is, and uh, we, we discuss some bangers, but really, the real secret is that Jim does not be reading all the bangers, ladies and gentlemen, and so it falls on little old me, my shoulders, to do all the heavy lifting around here. Oh my goodness, Jim, don't be reading the big books. 
Jim, don't be reading the One Pieces, the Black Clovers, the Jujutsu Kaisers, and the My Hero Academia's. Does he now? No, he doesn't. He can barely keep up with the, the, the small stuff, like the Akashi Triangles and the Dandadans. He's having problems. But that is why I am here to pick up the slack, ladies and gentlemen. I am here to discuss all the big books. We're going to discuss a lickety split because we're a new streamlined show. We don't have time to be chit chatting, dilly dallying, anything like that. No way. Jose, we're going to get to the big books, we're going to find out if they're bangers, and we're going to get out. That's how we're going to do business here. Oh my goodness. So without further ado, let's hop to it, shall we? With My Hero Academia, Chapter 367, Deku versus All for One, with a crispy cover page and a crispy color page on top of that. Ooh, everybody's tuning in for Anime Season 6, uh, which I think is starting this weekend at time of recording. So that's exciting. I still need to watch them OVAs that they did uh, geez, a few months back at this stage. So uh, I best get on that. Right sharpish, I suppose. Oh boy. But everybody's tuning in and watching, including twice RIP gem that he is. Oh boy. Oh, by the way, everybody, before we get down to business, uh, you know, uh, some time has passed since we last were discussing the latest My Hero Academia chapters, and you might be wondering just what exactly happened in that time. Well, I'm here to tell you that you better find out by yourself, buddy. Oh boy. Go check out the wiki or something, because I don't have time for the cliff notes around here. Oh yes. Or, alternatively, you can also just uh, download the, the best app in comics, the best deal in comics, the Shonen Jump app, and you can read some of them there for uh, just two bucks a month, so I'm told. It's uh, it's the best deal in comics. Yes, indeed. Or they're also available on the Manga Plus. Uh, you can read them there for free. So, no excuses. Do your homework. Catch up. Be like Jim and try and catch up and fail. But that's why I'm here, to pull us all through. Bad a big. So, if you remember, we were in the middle of a big, giant, crazy war, and our boy Deku is flying in to Sky High Academy so he can beat up Shiggy 2.0 with his creepy hand upgrade. Uh-oh. We get a, a quick flashback to see how he was able to fly over. He got a hand from Top Gun and the boys. Tom Cruise and his pals. Very, very nice of them. Because they were hanging around after the big fight with Stars and Stripes. Star and Stripe, if you remember. I think that's the last thing we covered, actually. The last time we were talking about the My Heroes up to date. So that's ironic. We've come full circle once again. But they're there to lend them a hand. They're putting all their chips on this Deku kid. Because that's what Star and Stripe wanted. And he's inherited that all might, all for one power. And he's gonna, he's gonna reach history's nastiest villain and kick his butt. Ooh. Oh, that Shiggy's nasty, everybody. Oh, no. But then flashback to reality, back to present. We see Deku smashing in. Everybody's happy. Mirio's got a smile on his face. Shiggy's thinking this boy's gotten strong with his kick attacks. Smash city. Shiggy goes flying. Midoriya is in the cage. I repeat, Midoriya is in the cage. Sky High is about to get even higher, baby. Oh, my goodness. Deku says, sorry I'm late. I had some business. Some shenanigans with Toga. Oh, jeez. But then he looks around, and what does he see? Utter carnage. The battlefield, you got thumbs everywhere. <laughs> Hansi McGee's been going crazy. Oh, no. And it's uh, not good. You, you see Bango, he's down for the count. He's looking like he's having big problems. And Midoriya just sees all this, 
and he he starts to panic. He sees Baku go down and out. He sees Baku goes all might, super rare card with the blood on it, just like Agent Coulson's was in the Avengers. Oh no! And yeah, he is he's struggling. He looks around, he sees Best Genus. Best Genus wasn't originally wearing three-quarter lens, but that's how it happens on the battlefield. Oh no, he sees Nedry with her midriff exposed unintentionally. He sees Amajiki looking like he's got bad stomach problems. Food wars went wrong. He sees Mirko not going to be hopping anywhere because she literally has no limbs left. Uh Uh-oh. And he is freaking. He is having problems. And this is where Hansi McGee, Shiggy 2.0, he realizes he has an opportunity here and he stokes those fires. He throws diabolical shade, telling him that it's all his fault. Oh, Midoriya was a little late and now all your buddies are dead. Oh, jeez. And this just triggers Midoriya, I think is the correct term. He just goes nuts. We know that a lot of the one for all abilities, the quirks, they're activated by emotions. We know specifically that one of them quirks Black Whip is activated whenever whenever Midoriya gets a little mad, whenever he gets a little a little angry, and uh, and we see he is very angry here, and he looks like a demon. He looks straight up demonic. He's got pointy hair. He had pointy hair on the cover too, but this is super pointy. Uh, he's he's so angry. He's got like the whip in his mouth to like to stop himself from breaking his teeth because he's he's uh, he's just so mad. Oh, oh, he's furious. Oh, jeez. And and this is cracking up old Hansi McGee. He loves it because he knows that when Deku gets mad, that's when his moves get simple. His head is not in the game. He does not have his eye on the prize. There is no squeaky basketball shoes anywhere near this place. He is having problems. And Shiggy is going to throw that shade until he basically cracks. But that's when we have the MVP come in, everybody. Oh my goodness, Mirio pops up out of the ground after saving the world by twerking last chapter. You gotta read that to believe it. Uh, He is back once again, and he is here with a reassuring word to Deku. He says, don't worry, Deku. Don't listen to Hansi McGee over there. They're not all dead. Everybody's still okay. (laughs) Everybody's still kicking and and guess what? Also, Edshot is is trying to save Bakko's life by playing Osmosis Jones in there. I don't know what he's doing, but he's 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 doing his best. So nobody's down for the count yet. Nobody's given up. Even outside, we see Eraserhead and Nato Bonova, the jerk that he is holding hands. So they are all in it together, baby. Oh jeez. I don't know. Like I I get Mario is trying to do the the good pep talk here, and it helps. Wow, well, I don't know Mario. I you mean you see you see those guys. Are earlier on and <laughs> oh they seem to be not kicking according to me i'm telling you they might be having problems but it is just the word that midoriya needs it is just a positive reinforcement he needs to get his head back in the game even when hansi mcgee tries to snap back all that empty talk all that nonsense coming from the heroes and mario snaps back too he says we're the heroes, and if we don't talk the talk, we can't walk the walk. You hear what I'm saying? Just like All Might, he said he's going to put his money where his mouth is. He's going to do the hero business. And then Deku remembers he's going to do it all for Top Gun. He's going to do it for all the, the fragments of One for All, all the users still in his head, still in his heart. He's going to save the day. So he deactivates crazy mode, gets a hold of himself. Sorry about all that, Lemillion. I was just going crazy. And then Lemillion rubs his nose and says, save your saris until we win this, hero. Let's go kick Hansi McGee's Hansi 
But oh no, I wonder how that works actually. That uh, that's that's very odd. But anyway, oh boy, we are back in action. Midori is ready to go, and he says, "All for one." Is Shiggy still in there? Is Shiggy inside all them hands? Can Deku get a handle on? His his rival Shiggy and pull him out of that nonsense all for one two point hands his supreme body. Oh my goodness! I guess we'll just have to wait till next week to find out. Everybody, whoa! What a chapter to return to. Monumental. Oh my goodness! We had it all. We had Deku freaking out. We had tripped out memory lane. We had Mario stepping up, saving the world once again. And we had Top Gun flying in as well. It was an absolute banger. What a way to celebrate the return of the anime sixth season. I mean, you're going to be watching that, of course. But definitely, you got to be reading this manga too. Because it's all popping off right now. We've been waiting for Deku to get to sky high for the beatdown. And it did not disappoint once he arrived. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to reading more. And Horikoshi is swinging. I'll be honest, there was a couple of chapters where it dipped. I'm still not so sure about Edshot playing Osmosis Jones and fixing Bakugo. We're going to have words about that later on, trust me. But I think this is a banger. And I am very much enjoying it. Certified Club Classic is getting a 9.5 from me. Bada bing. There we go. Lickety split. We'll move on to the next one. Jujitsu Kaisen. Another heavy hitter. Chapter 198. Sakura G. McConnelly, Part 8. Oh boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I might not be as excited about this chapter. Just to spill the beans a little. Oh, gee. We kick off with the number one misogynist, Big Bro Deoya, back in action. And he's got domain expansion, Time Cell Moon Palace going on. Good for him. I wish he'd put on a shirt as well. Jeez, it's going to get chilly in there. Uh-oh. But we do see he has activated his weird eyeball technique. And poor old samurai dude and sumo lad... I don't remember if we've been told their names, but I can't remember them anyway. Uh, they are caught in here. They get attacked with his film strip technique. Because you remember, he did have stuff going on with film strips and movements. But uh, that's what this is all about. His movement, power in the cursed domain, in the domain expansion. He can basically do charades. It's like evil charades. And if they don't copy exactly what he's doing, they're going to be cut up and sliced to bits, which is crazy. They're bleeding. They're having problems. And uh, and Naoya is in the bag, pretty much. She's got this W in the bag, the crispy Victory Royale is on the way. But then he remembers, uh-oh, wait a minute, where's that pesky Mackie? She should be here. He thinks, oh, she's like Toji. Remember bad butt Toji back in the day? She also lacks the curse energy, but he should still be able to sense her, still be able to locate her. And he's thinking about that. Meanwhile, old samurai dude goes in for the swing, going in for the kill, perhaps doing it for the thrill. But he's not going to be doing much later, because slice and dice, oh, he's... <laughs> He's feeling pretty handless. Somebody give him a hand, everybody, because oh, he, he can't do much chopping anymore. And then, bam, speaking about chopping, Naoya gets one right through the chest. Oopsie doopsie. Looks like Mackie was able to handle business. And it's explained, pretty much, that because she doesn't have cursed energy, all this boils down to Mackie not having any cursed energy, and that being her trump card for a lot of things. She's able to get in and out of the barrier, 
for the domain expansion. She's able to not be uh, sensed. Presence is is undetected because she doesn't have that cursed energy. She's able to do the slicing and the dicing though. No problem with that. Then we get perhaps flashback in the mind. Flashback of hanging out with Mai on the beach and Mai telling her about this special sword that she gave her. I, I don't really remember that. I need to go back and check those chapters. Uh, but apparently... This sword is so darn cool. It's a cursed tool. It's a replica of the cursed tool, Split Soul Katana. And it has the ability to cut the soul. And right now, it's going to be cutting Naoya's bad boy misogynist soul. Oh no. Naoya thinks it ain't that easy. Maki has not got the W in the bag just yet. He's going to turn around and go freaky and try to kill her. But uh oh, too late again. Slice and dice right down the middle of that big ugly nose. And Maki has taken home the W. The crispy victory royale. Sliced and diced. The domain's guaranteed hit does not work when you don't have no cursed energy. So really, Naoya is a fool. He is a schmuck because Maki doesn't have cursed energy. But she does have big boss energy right away. And slice and dice. Domain's done. Old samurai lad and sumo boy, they get out of there. They're looking a bit caught up, but uh, they should be okay. And then they turn around and they can't believe that after all these years, a demonic fighter equal to Toji Zenin was fully realized. Maki is in the building. And she's not playing games. Oh my goodness. And she's looking pretty bad, but indeed. So yes, very cool. Uh, very nice and all that. But really, let's get down to brass tacks, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not mess around, okay? We're spinning wheels. We are spinning wheels big time here. We have already seen Naoya get, get finished, get done in like the schmuck that he was and we already saw Mackie handle business there and we already knew that Mackie was a queen so it's a, it's a take a trip down memory lane be kind rewind once again uh it seems very redundant here I must admit I mean we only got Naoya back like four chapters ago and now he's dead again if it's nice do it twice but he didn't really need to come back did he i'm just i feel like we're spinning wheels here and mackie we already knew that she was pretty killer without her cursed energy she could still handle business but now to have her straight away on that same level as no curse king toji i mean that's pretty cool but uh it's all stuff we already knew there's nothing new being obtained here it's cool to see it sure but are we going to bring back everybody uh, and kill him again? I mean, that just that seems pretty weak sauce to me. So I'm not very impressed. I really do hope that we, we get the ball rolling here. Because, let's be honest, this culling game is starting to drag. It's starting to spy family boat up in here. <laughs> Those in the know. No, you know what I'm saying. It's just really starting to drag its heels. How long has it been since we've seen Yuji in the Dory? How long has it been since we've seen Gojo sealed in that dang box too long too long we've been spinning wheels we really need to get this ball rolling we need to see something going on because yeah it's been nice to see all the different sections in the culling game it's been nice to see hakiri the third year handling business but when it comes to stuff like this stuff we've already covered it's really starting to drag and we really need to get the ball rolling so i'm going flat seven could be lower but i do think mackie is a queen so i mean she gets a high score but a big she is a gem uh, and most definitely not for naoya anti-gem misogynist award he gets blasted though so it's okay but there you have it those are two chapters one banger one uh one okay needs to get the ball rolling er so there you go happy did we tried to do this lickety split uh we did our best <laughs>
Uh, but we had fun. That's the main thing. You and I, we all learned something together. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, everybody. So without further ado, I reckon it's time for us to hop on back to, to Jim and me uh, as we discuss some other bangers that may not be big books necessarily, but are still bangers nonetheless. Bada bing, bada boom, back to you, Jim. All right, we're back. Okay. okay. We're back from the Luke Hollywood section that everybody knows and Bye. loves. But two bangers coming up here. Ooh, and boom. one of them, really one of the biggest books out there, especially with a anime coming Ooh. up that's going to really push it through the ceiling. But what are we talking about? Well, Luke? now we have the Chainsaw Man, Chapter 105, Red Hot. Ooh. Yeah, Red Hot. And this was one of those books that when we were doing the regular show, the weekly review show, it wasn't even coming out. It was on that hiatus, and we know about hiatus, <laughs> right? They last a long oh, time. No. And so it came back. We do have a Chainsaw Man reading club where we're going to be doing, I think, Chapter 19 this week. So back there if you want to go and listen to that. But here, when we come back to this, you end up getting a new main character in this Asa who really just is set up with the combination of the war devil Yoru want to kill the Chainsaw Man. So it's a crazy way to come back, and you're pretty much following a character that wants to end Denji. Now, in the meantime, Denji is in this bragging to everybody and wanting to get laid <laughs> by saying that he's Chainsaw Man, and it's almost one of those things of you know hiding in plain sight. Whether Denji knows it or not, it's a good play because when we end up starting out here, you end up getting of the mind talk between this Asa and this war devil mm. Yoru. And you're, why don't you go and kill this guy? He said it. He said he's the chainsaw man. And Asa, and it's funny where you have Asa, what are you, stupid? Don't call me stupid. He can't be the chainsaw man. Denji is playing 4D chess, but he's only playing checkers. But to everybody else, he's playing 4D chess. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Denji is safer now. <laughs> Because he's so up on Front Street about being Chainsaw Man. And so with all of that, you have a nice little argument between both Yoru and Asa, who you you can't like either. It's not one. This is not the idea of, say, an Itadori and Sukuna and Jujutsu Kaisen, where you're like, oh, man, I, I like Itadori. It's a shame that, no, no. Asa's bad on her own. Now she ends up being real sus with this Yoru. But she ends up going and saying, I want to go visit my friend Yuko. She almost ended up dying. You ended up having Asa save Mm. her. But in the meantime, we didn't realize what had gone on here because you end up, Asa goes off to talk to this Yuko and she's sitting there sunbathing. And this starts off in a nice deal of two people who are outsiders because Yuko says you know she's kind of quirky i I don't really get a lot of friends i have people i talk to but not friends and you're like okay this is pretty cool they end up becoming friends that's a nice thing and when they're doing this yuko who is pushing the conversation i swear to god just wants to spill like it's like pushing it into sus zone immediately because she says to asa hey can you tell me a thing if we're bffs bffs share secrets stuff that we don't tell anybody else and old Asa tells the story. I have to admit <laughs> that there was a story quite like this in my Relatable. past as a, I believe, a third grader. Oh. peed my oh, pants. No. So what I did was just, I just got water and I figured the idea is if you have a little bit that's, oh, you pee, 
You make it so ridiculous, there's no way. So I ended up just pouring, I'm telling you, pouring water all over my pants and coming out, oh, my God, the sink it got me. And then everybody, they knew. But Asa <laughs> says that she ended up peeing her pants one time in school and just said, oh, it's sweat. And everybody kind of went Wait, with it. it. Thank God they didn't, you know, give her the nickname because those things stick Pee with you. Pants. Like I told you, I know from history. <laughs> but you end up where it's the story of peeing yourself in class. And you have Yuko who ends up, oh, man, you told me that story. Oh, and then starts laughing to the point where I really thought Asa was going to slice yeah, her. She's like laughing. I mean, she all. doesn't stop. She's having a riot. And then you end up where Yuko says that was a big one to share i'm gonna now have to you forced my hand into giving you a big story by the way i killed my neighbor i'm like what (laughs) since you peed your pants i figured that i gotta tell you i killed a man and they're just sitting there and and asa we know has killed people Mm -hmm. end up that's where the war devil gets involved all that stuff so you end up where you don't know what a reaction is going to be. And at first, it's pretty much both of them are just psycho. They're both serial killers. Well, I almost think, like, she doesn't know, like, what do, what do you even say? You know what I mean? I don't know. What I say is you're going to see in these panels of me drifting off to the left. <laughs> I'm getting the heck out of there. But she ends up where it doesn't seem like maybe she really believes it. But, oh, man, wow, why'd you do that? Oh, you know. He's a he's gambling. He does the pachinko. The no, you love the pachinko. On the welfare disabilities. In that, I just want to think that Ace is like, the hell does that matter to you? <laughs> it does matter, and we'll see why. It's so crazy oh. in this because I just thought to myself, "Yep, Yuko, you are insane. Crazy you class. are a psychopath." Ace, I thought that you were bad with this war devil. You get the heck out of there. Don't get anywhere. This girl is insane. And so they end up having an awkward silence. You get a full page spread. It looks great. And he's just like, really? Were you serious about killing somebody? Yeah, you want to see? Now we're seeing just straight up, stand by me. <laughs> you want to go see a dead body? I'm like, no. And she says, huh? Oh, no, well, it's just right in my backyard. You want to see it? And she says, no. And then this is where the big play is. And this is crazy. Mm. And this could really, really screw Genji down the line. Because this girl ends up saying, and it makes sense, they took down the justice devil when they ended up. That's what almost killed her. And she ends up saying, you can't keep secrets from me now. I know what's going on. Don't worry, though. I won't tell. And it's funny where she just said, I killed my neighbor. You're waiting for Asa to say, because first off, you're you're scared. I mean, oh, she just confessed that to me. She's going to kill me to keep her secret. You think that Asa's going to say, listen, I won't tell anybody. I won't tell it. No, it's it's Yuko who says, don't worry. I won't tell anybody your secrets either. She doesn't mean peeing your pants. She says about how you killed your teacher and class president and about Yoru knows everything. And especially knowing the word devil in her. That's insane. How would you know that? And says there's no secrets. And just the way she plays this. So insane. No secrets between besties. I'm like, you are out of there. And uh, yeah, she says, listen, that thing is I made a contract with the justice devil yesterday. When they ended up having that attack, she ended up making the, the deal with it, a contract and a big thing. And it's one of the biggest things that go forward in Chainsaw Man are these contracts between devils and humans and things like that. It started off the whole series with the contract. 
kind of unwritten contract with Denji and Pachita. So these are big things and says, you know, now I have a sense of justice and power and I can read people's minds. And it's perfect for me since I don't really understand people. If she gets near Denji, it's over. And that the big play here is really showing that she knows the war devil, Yoru, mm-hmm. is in Asa. Because if this is the case, what is she going to see with Denji? She gonna Hopefully she's just like, okay, I see this cute little dog in your heart. And now she's going to be like, he's the chainsaw man. So that this is bad. Oh, yeah. Bad news for everybody. She's insane, and all of that going down, this is crazy. But even Asa says, and Asa does, she starts sweating. I mean, that's what shows you. There's big-time deal going here. And then she says, oh, I feel better now. I talk to you about this. But Asa tries to pull it back, like, hey, aren't there illegal things about that? You can't make contracts with devils. And then you end up, no, no, no. I made the contract to save you, Uh-oh. Asa. I'm going to get rid of your bullying problem. Don't go to school tomorrow. Get me out of here. Holy crap. At the end, so many things. And I think that the clever play and the layers of it is is to have her at first say, I killed my neighbor. He, you know, he's gambling mm-hmm. on his welfare money. There's where the justice comes in. He shouldn't be able to do that. That's why she killed him. She didn't kill him just because of what... She killed him because of that duty of the justice mm-hmm. devil. And I think that the play is really good to have it. Like, you could have went right away. Hey, by the way, I have a devil, too. Hey, high five. And it wouldn't have played out as good no. because you end up getting scared of Yuko right away with just being Yuko. That last line is freaky. Oh, I, I know. And what is Asa going to do? She's got to have to stop this, right? She's got to do something with but that. they so. were supposed to be friends, Chip. Oh, no. I think this is very well done and has been very well done since it came back because you still get Denji, but Denji is a side character. And I think at this point, even at the end of this chapter, you're not sitting. I said it's going to be bad if Yuko gets near Denji, if she can read his mind. But I don't sit there in these chapters saying, we need Denji. Oh, man, I want more Chainsaw Man. I want, I'm interested in what's going on here, even if I didn't think so right away. Yeah, that first chapter back was really well done. Mm. But I said, eh, I kind of want Denji. And kind of, not anymore. I'm like, okay. No. And Asa is not likable. Neither is Yoru, the war devil. So why not introduce somebody that's even less mm. likable in, in Yuko? But they're both quirky. And they've got enough going on here that we don't need. Well, like we have Denji, but there's enough spinning plates here to keep us invested, you know? Yeah, you don't need that. De- it's not desperate need for Denji. Mm. It's starting to. This feels more like like the vibe of like a Death Note, even oh. where there's a bunch of characters, none of them likable, but you want to keep them. Yeah. You're always like, you gotta keep watching to figure out what goes wrong next. Yeah, but what susness is gonna oh, happen no. next? So I, I thought it was great, but uh, what would you get? I thought this was a banger. Just even the way it's set up, and how, like, it quickly, like, it's just, at the start, friendly chat, oh, we brought you the soft drinks, and then it just gets twisted and corrupted somehow denji's gonna get roped into all of this nonsense i cannot wait to see what happens next i'm gonna go with a very high score nine out of ten i'm going 9.5 take that we will go off to our last chapter of the podcast in this like i said a little bit of a you know loosey-goosey getting back to some of these we're going to be adding a bunch of books uh as we go some of the newer books as well because i know that luke hollywood Thinks that they're all bangers. Well, what are we finishing up with? Well, wrapping it up this evening, we have Spy Family, 
Mission 68. Yuri chapter, where you are reminded how crazy he is, but at the, he's starting to, the funny play is throughout all this, Yuri is starting to kind of, the walls are breaking down a little bit with Lloyd, and but not so much. I mean, he is too over the top with his love of his Still sister. Sus. It's been sus since the beginning. But I like this because it's more of a competition. It's more of a deal. And I still like where you end up Anya in this when she burps at the one time. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot to do in this where she's even called the Chihuahua girl again. Hey, go get that for me. What not? But you end up where Yuri comes in right after Yor had done a mission, and she ended up taking down the Steel Gut Gullick's son, who is this double-fisted, two-pronged, axes-type deal Uh guy. Looks very, very, you know, anime-esque, very (sighs) video game-esque, except maybe that belt of his with that teddy bear on it is pretty funny. It is a funny play, and it's just kind of a goofy deal just to have her in the middle of him proclaiming how great he is to just get blasted by your, uh, he goes flying off into the ocean, but she ended up hurting her wrist when this happened. Mm. So when she goes home, she has to make an excuse to, you know, Twilight, to the D.O. Lloyd. And so with that, though, in the worst time, Yuri shows up. Hey, everybody, it's me. How are you doing, sis? And just freaks out. What did you do to my sister? What did you do to her hands? You're going to have to cook for her because she can't do that. And I like Lloyd's like, mm, I usually do all the cooking. <laughs> I mean, really? Now the contest is on. And this Let whole the deal, begin. it's just a contest. You end up having Yuri so upset. So he's going to show that he's a better cook than Lloyd. The problem is he's never going to beat Lloyd in anything. He He's just not good enough. The cooking isn't good. Nope. You end up, I like where yours like, Man, I used to think Yuri was a good cook, but I, I think that, you know, my palate food is a little Wars bit off. Food Wars better with yeah, Lloyd's. Yeah, Food Wars. And like, I think Lloyd's a little better at the cooking. And, I mean, they are producing just eight courses. Each meals. of them all. Just crazy. There's lobster, all this stuff going on. One of them's on fire. I mean, a couple of them are on fire. <laughs> and, again, yeah, really, again, with some of this, you don't have much for Anya to do. But after Yuri ends up Feeding your his food. Oh. Lloyd goes to do his and Yuri's stuff. No, no, no. Get Chihuahua Girl over there to do it. And it is so cute. <laughs> Seeing Anya. Here comes the choo-choo. And she's going. And you do see that Yor almost wants maybe Yuri to get a win here just to shut him up. Because she knows. But the food, she can't even deny it. The food is so much better. Mm-hmm. And Yuri loses. Now Yuri puts out full contest mode. Now we're going to have our contest of cleaning the dishes. And Yuri goes a little too crazy and ends up breaking Smash. every dish that he's cleaning. In all this, Lloyd never says anything that's like, oh, well, I guess I'm better for your sister than you. He's always complimenting Yuri. He just wants him to stop. Pretty much. And it just doesn't end. So then it's like, no, 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 we're going to clean up now. We're going to sweep and mop and do this. And Lloyd wins that. You end up, then he's like, oh, well, now we're going to do this. We have to have our shopping contest and they go off and i love this idea where yuri just takes off i mean in a a blaze of glory he runs out he is going to use his authority here in the sss to such sus ways there where he's going to informants he's going to pass criminals and he's making them get him what's the best deal because it's 
who's the quickest but also saves the most money. As this is going on, Lloyd just picks up his hat. Like, I guess I'm going to the market and going down to get all these things. And I love the idea where you do have Yuri just thinks that he's won at this point. He comes home thinking he has won. And unfortunately, Lloyd has already beaten him home. He was quicker. He was cheaper. All of that stuff going on. But as he does this, he kind of, oh, no. And he gives up by throwing everything on the floor. So all these groceries go off. I don't know what this whistle candy is, but that comes out. And you suddenly, in a chapter, that there is no way that Yuri is any sort of a gem. He's a gem. Whoa. He's a gem because all of that going down, all the things that he's getting, the one thing that he did really from the heart is he saw this whistle candy that he knows you're like when she was a kid. This wasn't part of the shopping list. This shouldn't have been something that he got. And really, if he was sticking to the deal, he ended up getting that because that was the thing that he knew she would like. Mm-hmm. Not saying, I'm going to get this because Lloyd won't know. He actually, this is like the pure of heart deal that he did. And yeah, York comes over and goes, oh my God, I remember that. We used to get it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you like the apple flavored best. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's where Lloyd could step up and say, listen, I'm married to your sister, but I don't know half of what you Ooh. know about her. And I love this deal where at that point, Jem, Jem Yuri, it's not coming out of his nose. He's crying. crying. His hair's everywhere. And when this is said, he like looks up and he's like, you know, you think he's going to say, and this is classic Yuri, but mm-hmm. you have Lloyd say, hey, it goes to show, I guess, it'll be a long time before I know you're half as well as a brother does. And you want Yuri to go, oh my God, thank you, Lloyd. You know what? Now, rest assured, I know that I still have a place in my sister's heart. Nope, he goes, <laughs> damn right, you know the bit. He starts screaming so at him. And I'm the one who's able to support you from the heart. And don't you forget it. And you're like, yep, you just went back to Yuri yep. Classic. And uh, but that's, that's the whole play of it. I'll tell you, one of my favorite Yuri chapters, because then he ends up as he's going, like I'd lose to a loser like you. And then leaves. And I love this idea in this where all of them just know when Yuri shows up, there's trouble, but they all deal with it. (laughs) I think this is the best Yuri chapter up there because you end up having some humor with it. I thought it was solid. You're right. Like, we're not the biggest fans of Yuri. And usually the Yuri chapters are ones we're a little down on. But I think you're correct. I think this is probably one of the better ones that we've ended up having. Big big feels. Usually we don't ever get big feels. We just get, oh, here we go with Yuri. But right at the end, who would have thought that whistle candy would have pulled out on the stuffs? And, like, I'm not saying that I want a Yuri chapter every two weeks or whatever comes out. No thanks. Uh, But if it's going to start, you know, getting to the stage where... They're a little bit closer together and, you know, getting on better with Lloyd and all that, then maybe it wouldn't be so bad if you showed up every so often. You see, he leaves. <laughs> You're like, all right, he's gone. Let's get the things and whatnot. It's a fun little palate cleanser when Yuri does show up. But this one, I think, like I said, I think this was the best one of them. So what would you give it score wise? I'm going to go solid 7.8 out of 10. I'm 7.5. And that's it's a solid 7.5. I I love Spy Family. It's one of my favorites. So what is your gem of the week? Do you have a gem? Do you remember who your gem might be? To be honest, there is no contest this week on who the gem is. If you've been listening, (laughs) you know, easy peasy. It has to be sexy pull for me. It is sexy pull. 
He stepped it up. We didn't think he added in them. It was great. So that is my gem of the week as well. But thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga. And just as an aside, we could have come back with this as a Patreon-only show. We could Uh have ended up doing that and saying, hey, you got... I didn't think that that was right. So we end up putting this on the regular feed. So I'm just saying it. So maybe people can just support us there at the Patreon. But all of that going down. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. And I hope you're looking forward to this show being back as much as me and Luke are excited to do it. So next uh, episode next week, it'll come out every Wednesday. Next episode, we'll have a couple more books, some of the newer ones. And we'll talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.